So in Jesus' name, Father Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to gather again in your name. Thank you for making it possible. Thank you for each person that is here. And for those who might always still join, we ask Holy Spirit that you just take absolute control by this meeting to direct us, to speak to us, to minister to each person that um, we will not leave here the same way we came. We leave blessed and equipped for every good work that you have for us. We ask that you bring light, that you bring understanding, that you bring um, healing, that you bring salvation, that you bring restoration, that you bring illumination and everything that you have planned for us in this meeting. Oh God, at the end of it all, let your name be glorified. Help us, O oh God, in Jesus' marvelous and mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So is my voice clear? Is it loud enough? So it's going up. Uh, how, how about now? It's better. Okay, so... Um, Matthew 25, 1-13. So does someone want to read for us? Someone want to read for us? Who would like to read for us? I'll read. Okay. So please just give me a let me look for, let me bring it out. Over. Matthew. 25. 25? Yes. 1 to 13. 1 to 13. Okay. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto said virgin. Sorry, let me use the energy. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was late, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us, and you, but, and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourself. And while they went by, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went, him with, went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. For he answered and said, Assuredly, I said to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. 
God bless the reading of his word. Amen. 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 So I know it's a short and straightforward, but it's uh, it's a lot here. And, uh, so as usual, um, did any verse jump at anyone? Okay, yes, Toy. Okay. So I always feel like um, I'm like an eager student. Okay, so um as I was reading it, the impression that I had was consigning the white the wise virgins with their lamps and their extra oil. So they are They gave themselves to him, they grew stronger in him, they were attentive to him, and in turn, they became. Slow. Can you hear me now? Okay, no? it's better now. Wow. It's not really clear. It's better now. All right. So, as I was saying, um, the impression I had about the wise virgins. Um, the wise virgins means they didn't just stop at just receiving Christ. So they grew stronger and they were attentive and intuitive. Hello, Please, can you come again? I can only hear what you're saying. Serious. Yes, please. No, it's a network. I'm almost screaming. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, not, oh. it's not your voice. It's the, I'm sure it's the connection. It's, it's, the, it's the connection, Abby. Mm. Yeah, well, okay. I've written it out. Should I just type it in the comments and somebody can read it? I mean, we can no, hear you now. We can hear you now. We're talking. But okay. Like... okay. So, I said, the wise virgins... Okay. with their lamps and the extra oils. They are the ones that didn't just stop at receiving Christ. They pursued him, they followed him, they gave their life to Christ, they grew stronger in him. They are more in tune with Christ, basically. Like they are conscious of Christ. Mm. And then the foolish virgins with the lamp. The lamp in this in this contest is like receiving Christ. That's the lamp. But then the oil it now goes and starts to be like, what now happens after we got in the lamp? Did we just stop there? So the foolish virgins, they are the ones that receive Christ and they stop there. Or they fell victim of uh, one saved, only saved. 
So they just stopped growing. They did not pursue Christ and they just remained at that level. And like verse 13 says that we don't know the day or hour that Christ to come. And being in that state, like um, Kemi said earlier, like they were not where they're supposed to be in the position where they were supposed to be. As um, Christians, we are not, it doesn't just end at just receiving Christ as like being born again at that face. Like we've seen in various verses in the Bible, salvation is a continuous thing. So it's not just about just having Christ, but actually increasing in him, being in tune with him. Um, on Sunday when um, I went for one gathering, when they were talking about something, I had like this impression of a staircase and God being at the end of staircase. On that staircase, people were on different steps. Those who were like almost at the top, they could hear God clearly, they could see him clearly. Unlike those who were like at like the last step or maybe even lower than them. So the more you give yourself to God, the more you surrender yourself to God, the more you are in tune with God. And that is why, because we can see that um, there's a verse that said that after waiting and it seems as if the bridegroom was slow, they were tired and they were sleeping. Even though they were sleeping, they've already like built themselves to a kind of point that they are more in tune with if Christ comes. So like, that's what I want to say, sure. Let me see. <laughs> then another thing that I was reminded of when I was reading that um, chapter was how they usually say that the, you cannot run your race. You cannot run your Christian race based on the anointing of your teachers or based on the anointing of your pastors. The anointing is, is meant to be a guide and like aid, but it can't sustain you. So I was reminded of this when the foolish virgins asked the wise ones to give them oil. Mm. The oil is for them. The oil is sufficient for them. They can't share out of it. So that's just like Christians that rely on their pastors for everything. Every single thing. They refuse to grow because you see their pastor as like, we are sharing your oil together. I wonder your shepherd. So yes, that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Sorry. Okay, yes, Rosemary. Go on, Rosemary. I'm going to uh, mention that based on how I have found it. Hello, Rosemary. I can't hear you. Hello. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? 
Yes, we can hear you now. Okay. Yes. Hello. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Yeah, we couldn't hear you before. Yeah. And let's focus. <laughs> Rosemary, are you are you talking now, Rosemary? Because we can't hear you. Oh, I'm talking now. Seriously. <laughs> We can hear you now that you're saying you're talking, but once you... Can you imagine? Hey, I've said that first so far. I've been talking to myself. Oh, wow. You didn't hear anything you said. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. I can hear you now yeah. that you're saying you hear me now. Yes. I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, let's put up on me. Okay. Mm. I'll probably do what Tony suggested. I would write it down on the chat and then probably someone would read it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to you guys are hearing me. What are you speaking? I can't hear you now. Now you won't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 the network is just I don't we, know. We we bind every the devil is a liar. Amen. Yes, name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> okay, let me give it one more try. Okay. Yes. Uh, are you using earphones? Honestly, this is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Are you serious? Seriously. Why? Oh my god, this is actually very funny. You guys are not hearing me. What do we I do? All these things, but we I don't. I can hear you now. Is it that you switch to earpiece when you want to talk, or is this? this no, same? I'm not even using earpiece. Well, you just say that you are talking now. Just say. No, I would. I would try again. Okay, I think. Did you write it in your phone? Hmm? Yes, I just said it down somewhere on my so document. Sh- Probably when I go back to document, that's like what when happens. You switch. Yeah, yeah. When you switch. Right, okay. You know what? Just give me a few minutes. Let me just write it down on my notes so that I can, or you can copy. You can copy it. Is it written? Hmm? It's typed. It's typed, yeah. Okay, so can you copy yeah. it and then post it on the chat here and then read it from here? Okay. Okay, okay. Mm. Okay, all right, let me do that. Okay. So, while she's preparing for that, does anyone want to? Anyone want to say something? I kind of have a question. 
Or like okay. what okay. I think one thing that struck out to me was when they said and um, the foolish virgins went to the market. And then I'm now because like we know that parables are meant to be like to give like I meant to be like a representation of something, like mm. how that mm. like how, hey, you guess yeah. you <laughs> hope you guys yes. get what I mean. So I'm not yes, wanting that in a present day, what would going to the market look like? Yeah, that's okay. what, that's what I, I was thinking about. That like, what would it look like presently? Because it was because they were there. Okay, now I'm thinking about it. Might be this whole matter, <laughs> this this thing we will call the matter, matter spirits. Like when you are busy doing everything except actually focusing on your relationship with God. So it seems like, yeah, it's not like I do something wrong exactly, but it's not where, it's not the most preferred location for you to be. Do you understand? It's not what the God other, wants at that yeah. time. Yes, it's not where, it's like the whole thing of how Jesus was in the, <laughs> in the sitting room and then Martha mm. was in the kitchen, but Mary was present. So like Mary was, in this house is coming in my head, Mary was like a representation of the wise virgins because mm. she was doing what was like I can't remember. There was a word Jesus used, I think, what was most preferred what and then most important, yes, most important. Mm. And then, while matter, even though what she was doing in a way seemed important, it was not what, what? she should have been. Yes, so it now makes me feel like, yeah, like going to the market to get oil. Well, was not exactly wrong, but it mm. was just not the most important thing at that point in time. Like the most important thing was to meet the bridegroom and wait for him. So mm. yeah, I just guess I just answered my question. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow, thank you so much, uh, Kemi. And um, to add, when, I mean, um, when I'm, going through it i'll probably touch on it but just to touch on it now um when i read that part if you see it says what is that it's in verse nine okay from okay let me start with eight it says and the foolish said to the wise give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out but the wise answered saying no lest they should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell, right? And buy for yourselves. And he says, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. So the wise telling the foolish, go and buy. Or go and, um, yes, go to the market, go and buy. Meaning that there is a price for the oil. There's a price to pay for the oil. And when I was reading this, I was meditating on this earlier, this particular line. Um, I came across um, something somewhere. So it, I began to think, okay, now, it, it boils down to what 
the oil represents. You know, the oil can... Okay, you know what? Let me just... Because for me to even explain, I have to start from the beginning. So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me leave that for now. Maybe when I'm explaining, I'll explain that. Okay. Let me just... Um... Yeah, you want to say something, Manu? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, what she asked about that verse, the understanding that came to mind there is not that really like what, what came to my mind, you know, is that there's the oil that they wanted to get, they wanted to use it for something is to light their what their lamp mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. hello yes hello yes we can hear you we can hear you continue is breaking now. It's breaking. It was breaking for a bit now. But I think it's speak, I think it's better now. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Hello? Yes, hello? Hi. 
We can't hear you now. No. Okay, I think uh, connection is having. Okay, Rosemary, are you ready? Hello, Rosemary. Okay, maybe she's not ready. Okay. Why we wait for Emmanuel? Um, okay, let's let me start from the top. Can you hear me clearly? So that yes. All right. Okay, so um, like like that stated at the beginning, you know, um. This, in fact, this scripture. When, 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 when I was reading it, it's, it's, it's tied. It's connected to a lot. Like, it connected me to so many scriptures. I, like, I did. I don't even know where to start from. That's what is. <laughs> that's what is worrying me now. Not like, I don't know where to start from. But um, the Lord help me. Um, so, okay, Imano, you're back. Do you want to finish? Yeah, okay. I can continue. Okay, continue now. Just finish so that once I start, I think it's clear now. Okay. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, what I'm about to say is that, okay, okay. The 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 first and first because if I just jump there too, I won't be able to analyze what I'm trying to say. Is that this this passage is an example, like it's not the beginning, like is a continuation of something. Is a continuation of something trying to analyze what it was saying before. Because if we see it in verse one, it said then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened. So that was what, what I got. And if we go to the previous verse, it was from verse 24, from chapter, no, from chapter 24, verse 45 downward, is it's what this analogy is meant to enlighten us more on, on it. So, I don't want to go there now, now because it will take our time. So, Palio, you can continue with what you want to say. Okay. I'll just continue from where you, what you mentioned now. Okay. Yes. So, like you said, you're right. It's, it's, it, um, it's, it's connected to the previous verse, the previous uh, chapter. In fact, the whole thing, the whole thing. But you see, from the previous chapter, you see Jesus talking about the signs of the end time. From the signs of the end time, he goes to the great tribulation. From the great tribulation, he goes to his second coming, describes how it's going to be. And then he begins to tell the parable of the fig tree. And then he comes to... Um, 
comes to where you said from verse 36, where he's, he's now, he now begins to tell them that that day, no one knows the day or the hour, you know, when the Son of Man shall come. That is only the Father that knows, not even the angels know. You know, where that's where he said it would be like the days of Noah, you know, um, where they will be eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until, you know, Noah entered the ark. So also it will be um, on that day. So the key thing he, 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 he tells his disciples is that we should watch, therefore, Watch, therefore, that's verse 42, chapter 24. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. You know, then he, again, he now begins to set the tone for the ten virgins, the foolish and the wise. You can see there's, there are two sides. He first starts with the, the faithful servant and the evil nice. servant. Yes, yeah. Faithful and evil, or the foolish, the wise, you know, they are they are, they are connected. You know, um, so he starts off talking about how the faithful servant that he will be, he will be doing the work when the master comes. The blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing, you know, doing work, assuredly. I will say to you that he will make him ruler over all goods. Then he now switches to the evil servant or the foolish servant. But if that evil servant says in his heart, oh, my master is delaying, he's coming, and begins to beat his fellow servant and to eat and drink with the drunkard, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him or when he, is not, when he does not expect him. What an hour that he's not aware of, and he will, and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, where there shall be weeping and you know a gnashing of teeth. That's what that's what now leads us to the parable of the wise and the foolish virgins, the ten virgins. So the key, the key thing we should watch, we should take note here is, is. The, the, the essence of it is he's talking about the kingdom of heaven. Everything was saying, he's talking about the kingdom of heaven, how it's going to be, the times. And number one thing, number one instruction he says is watch, watch. And that word is be prepared, always be prepared. Um, um, yeah, that's the only word that, can, that comes to mind. Watch, therefore, you know. Can you uh, uh, um, tell us what that watch means? Watch, I mean, it can be, it can be. Um, if you check the AA amplified. Do you have it? You know, uh, uh, if you uh, look at other, if you come in, in amplified now, the adverb that we Okay, sorry, because I have moved from there. So I was asking if you have it. Okay, 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 okay. In 
amplified. It says, so be alert, that is, give strict attention, be okay. cautious and active in faith. Mm. Okay. So, so I'm just saying what AMPC. that watch. To give strict attention and be cautious and be active. Be focused. You can add that. Remain focused. You can also add that. Live your life soberly. Yeah, living our mm -hmm. life soberly. Having this consciousness. Always, always. That it's a journey. Mm -hmm. Because one thing that stood out for me too, in the first verse, in that chapter 25 and 20, is that, Zoom keeps ejecting. Okay. All right, why wait for him to reconnect? So Jesus begins, then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to 10 virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Again, if you see this, you will see that um, There were things that were common with the, with, the, with, with the two. First of all, they were all virgins. That's one. Two, they all, they, they all had lambs, right? They all um, went out to wait for the bridegroom. If you notice too, they all slumbered and slept. If you notice, virgin, because it, it has to do with, you know, this bridegroom, so it has to do with marriage. And virgins represent those who are pure, who are, who are you know, as the scripture says, is coming back for an unblemished church, church without blemish. So in those days, what happens is the Jewish tradition before, when, when a man is betrothed to a, you know, a woman is betrothed to a man, and that's, I'm not mistaken. He goes out, yeah, he goes out to probably, you know, find a trade, just prepare himself. So he goes to prepare a place. That's why Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. So he uses that same term. So the, he goes out, learns a trade or something, you know, trying to prepare himself, you know, getting ready his new home so that he will come back and what? Take his bride. So while he's away, you know, um, the, the bride to be prepares, keeps herself pure, you know, pure virgin, she's still virgin, keeps herself, and you know, the friends of the bridegroom are there around too to also watch. And she would not know the day that the bridegroom will return. She does not, she has no idea. So the bridegroom will come at a 
time she's not expecting. It was also a, a way of, you know, trying to, how do I put it? I don't say trying to, because I don't say trying to, you know, just trying to test her faithfulness. If you get what I mean. <laughs> I do want to say that. <laughs> I do want to say catch her. <laughs> but it was a way of just testing her faithfulness to see, okay, while the bridegroom is away, will she be faithful? Will she remain faithful? You know, so that was, that was, does that make sense? Uh, Tony, answer your questions. So, so Jesus is using that, yeah, Jesus is using that, uses that knowledge because he's like the bridegroom. He came and he told us that I'm coming again. So he goes now to prepare a place for us. He's coming back, but we do not know the day or the hour he's going to come. So you see all that in this um, parable. So I was mentioning this. You see that they were all virgins, one. They, they all had lamps. But you also notice that they all slumber. They all slept. So they are what you are trying to we're trying to um pinpoint what you know made the uh, what made five foolish what made five wise you can see it's not because they slept because all of them slept but at midnight a cry was heard behold the bridegroom is coming go and meet him then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. Amplified to say, then all the virgins got up and put their own lamps in order. That is, trimmed the wicks and added oil to lit them. So, because of that waiting, probably the oil they had, they had run out of oil. That is the foolish, they, all of them. So, when they heard that cry, because the ones who were wise, because they had extra oil, they were able to what? To, to oil their lamps and lit it. But at this point, it was at this point, the ones who did not um, carry extra oil, it was at this point they realized, ah, our oil was not enough. It's not enough. And we did not carry extra oil. So before I go further, one thing I wanted to, I want to say here is, you will see that the five that carried extra oil was because they, were, they, they did what they were already used to. So what I mean is the five who were wise, who carried extra oil, probably they've already been practicing that before now. They were already practicing carrying extra oil. Yes, that's where we're going to. Uh, you want to know okay. what made five foolish, what made five wise. So that's what I'm saying. That's, I was mentioning that they were all virgins. They all had lambs. They all, you know, they also, they all slept. So it's not the sleeping that made them foolish because all of them slept. You understand? All of them slept off. 
So, I was saying that the five that had extra oil probably was because they have been practicing carrying extra oil at night. Again, let us look at it in a bigger picture. They needed lamps because it was dark. Isn't it? Right? Yeah. It got dark. Yes. Because it was it's dark. You only need a lamp when it is dark. So what I want to say is one representation for the lamp here is the word of God. Or a major representation is the word of God. Because the Bible says the word of God is a lamp. Another word for lamp can be, you can say it's a light. You understand? So you can connect it to the word of God is a lamp onto our feet and a light onto our path. Also, that's why that scripture, Jesus says, um, no one lights, you are the light of the world. You sit on the hill, no one lights a lamp and puts it what? Under a basket. What? What? Puts it on a lampstand so that it can give light to the whole house. But before I go there, it represents the word of God. Now the oil, what does the oil represent? There's something that Emmanuel said earlier, is the that each time we engage the Holy Spirit, he, he, he leaves, how do you put it? He leaves There's a deposit. Of, yes, he deposits part of himself in us each time we engage him. And we know, we know that the word without the Spirit is, is dead. Do we agree? It is yes. the spirit that gives <laughs> life. life. It is the spirit that gives life. And the difference, again, I just mentioned the difference between Jesus and the Pharisees was the oil. The Pharisees had no oil. But they had the word. But they had written code, written letters, and they were following it to the letter, but they had no oil. The other hand, Jesus, even though he was the he is the lamp, um, and he had oil without measure, because oil oil represents like the Holy Spirit, because you see it in the Old Testament. Every time that oil is used. Is used to anoint. When they anointed, it says in uh, is it First Samuel? I think First Samuel sixteen something. When some when um, Prophet Samuel anointed David, it says, and he anointed David, and the spirit of the Lord came upon him. You always see that they use oil each time they want to what anoint a king. Or somebody they use oil, which is a representation was the representation of the Holy Spirit. Right? So um that's what it represents. And you can see how it says Jesus was anointed, right? Jesus is referred to as the anointed one. 
the anointed one. His own was without measure, or is without measure. When he says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me, because I've been anointed to preach the gospel. So you see it there. So it's possible to have the lamp, but not have oil. Because oil is needed. And again, let me take us. I read the significance or what or what lamp represents in the Jewish in the temple. You know, they had the lamp. And um, it says that it said that that lamp was always what? It was always um, uh, what's the word? That lamp was always oiled every day with fresh oil, with fresh olive oil to keep it consecrated and to keep it burning every day. The lamp, the lamp in the temple, you, I'm sure you've seen it, that seven is called menorah. The Hebrew word for it is menorah. That has you know, the seven, uh, uh, what's the name? Seven lampstands, right? Menorah. Yes. Yes. So it was in the temple, and they always, you know, oiled, kept it every day, fresh oil, keep it consecrated, and to always keep it burning. So you can once once you see that, you see that our lamps, you can say our lamps need oil every day. Of course, which means let's let's just put it into practice. Let me just practicalize it. It means practicing being led by the Holy Spirit every day so that on the day that it really matters you will not be lost that it truly truly matters okay what i mean is so the 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 five uh, virgins who were wise can be can be um symbolic for people who they they, they started first of all they practice the word because i'll link this because this is very connected to what we talked about last week do you remember mark 4 the parable of the sower yes yes you will see where it's, it's, it's very much connected but before i go there so these ones like i said they were they were they only did they carried extra because they only did what they were used to so they were used to always carrying extra oil wherever they go to. That's why they carried extra oil. The ones who were foolish also did what they were used to. I don't know. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? What did you say? Just I said the, the five the five who were wise by carrying extra oil only did what they have been practicing. They okay. did that on the day that it mattered because probably previously they've been practicing that. So on the day that it mattered, it counted. Yep. You understand? Yeah. And here, so the, the foolish ones also did what they've been, what they are used to, or what they've been practicing. They didn't do, you understand, because they probably didn't see any need to carry extra oil because they are used to going out 
without extra oil. And they now happen to do that on the day that it really mattered. So, again, linking it to our day and time can symbolize those who practice the word or practice being led by the Holy Spirit even in the little things, in the very little things, starting from there. So that even so that when the day the day that the Holy Spirit comes or God comes and says, "Okay, Toy uh, or Emmanuel, I want you to do this." That day, because you've been practicing the voice of the Holy Spirit or the leading of the Holy Spirit, that day when the Holy Spirit comes, do you understand? It's not going to be impossible. Let me say, it's not going to be possible, even though it's going to be, even though it even though it might be difficult it's not going to be impossible and first of all you would be able to even hear him, hear the holy spirit then you also be able to obey because you've been practicing it but the one who is who doesn't practice the holy spirit who just feels okay i'm 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 born again they say heaven helps those who help themselves <laughs> hear that <laughs> you know so many times you've practiced helping yourself helping yourself not relying on the holy spirit or relying on or practicing the lead on the day that it probably now counts maybe the holy spirit now comes and says or god comes and says oh do this you find out that that person would not be able to do that thing or would not even be able to even hear the Holy Spirit, and we need for the word, yeah, for the word of God to be useful, for the lamb to be useful to you, it needs to be oiled. For the word of God to be useful to you, it needs to be, it needs to come alive by the by the uh, inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You see, because again, look at the word of God. There are so many things, but how do you know which one you need for each day? How do you know which one you need for today? The one you need for tomorrow, right? Today is written now in the Okay, you are here now. Uh, we're here. Okay, let me see. You you encounter somebody that um, you encounter somebody that is in need. Let me use that as an example. You encounter somebody that's in that's in need. Um, and at that point in time, the Holy Spirit now begins to, you know the word, the Holy Spirit now begins to say, oh, give. Yeah? It begins to stir up the word, give, and it shall be given unto you. Now, that's the Holy Spirit doing that. You understand? It would be foolish of me to go and apply, to go and apply, uh, which, which other verse would I use now? Um, it would be foolish of me to apply probably, uh, let's say, uh, let's say, flee from sexual immorality. That's the word of God. But at that time, that's not the word of God. That's, it's not useful at that time or profitable at that time. You understand? Even though it's the word of God. 
Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I said those that were wise probably have, have already been practicing carrying extra oil and the ones who were foolish were already practicing not carrying extra oil. Of course, just that happened to have now filled them on the day that it really counts. Then, going to where I was, where I wanted to address before, where you know, the part where Kemi mentioned earlier, where it says, and uh, then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lambs, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lambs are going out. But the wise, but the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourself. One, I mean, there might be different um, understanding to this. One that came to me when I was reading it is, he says, buy. Meaning, for you to buy something, you, you, you pay, right? Yep. You pay for the thing. So, what came to mind was, there's a price to pay for extra oil. I mean, we don't know the reason why those, um, what's the name? We don't know the reason why the, the foolish virgins, yeah, refused to buy extra oil at the time they were supposed to buy. Now it can be like, ah, they were like, maybe let's not waste money. That can be a reason. Maybe let's not waste money or ah, it's too expensive or ah, there's no need. I don't need it. So what I mean by there's a price to buy that oil. And we said it's the Holy Spirit, right? And I'll link it to what Mona said about each time we engage the Holy Spirit. These deposits of himself in us that helps us. So that, that, that buying, that payment might be that time. What's that time you're supposed to spend, press in. Abi? Yes, yeah. pressing in the secret place or yeah. in those times, you know, where you're supposed to, like, uh, I'll link it to what Tony said before, not relying on the oil of others. You're supposed to buy, you understand? You're supposed to pay for your own oil because on the day it matters, other people's oil you get cannot and will not enough for you or will not even be available for you. It is the one that you have purchased and if you did not purchase at that time then the people will say oh Barry. Okay. So that's one <laughs> that's one you know understanding that came to me when he says, so it is necessary to buy at the right time. You understand? To buy oil 
extra oil at the right time. That can also mean practice. Like I said, they've been practicing. So practice oiling your lamps. Even in small, in small, in little dark places. So that when the great darkness comes, you will not be um, caught off guard. That makes sense. So I will link it again to where it says, um, okay, let me leave that. Like I, the example I used before, practicing being led by the Holy Spirit, even in the little things. It's those little things that build up to the big thing. And practicing it, obedience is key. You can see how this just connects to everything. Connects to everything. And it says why they went to buy, because that was not the time. That was not the time to buy. Do you understand? That was the time to wait for the, what? To go and meet the uh, bridegroom. Kemi yeah. said at the beginning that they, 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 they moved away from their position. So when the bridegroom came, they were not, to be, they were not found. Do you understand? Because they were doing the wrong thing at the, right, at the, at the wrong time. The time for buying extra oil was not that time. It had passed. So when they had when they went to go, says when they went to buy the bread came, those who were ready, those who were ready went to the wedding and the door was shut. So probably when they bought, you see, it didn't say they didn't find though. Are you seeing it? <laughs> Probably they went and they bought and they came back, but it was late. Because just afterward, the, the, the other virgins came. That's when they came saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Now that Lord, Lord, there, yeah, is a, is a, is a sign of intimacy. For them to call him Lord, Lord, is a sign that they actually, they probably knew the bridegroom. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. They, they had been born again. <laughs> they were mm. born again. They were doing, they were, you know, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, assuredly, I say to you, I don't know you. Now, can somebody tell me which other scripture does this remind you of? There are two scriptures that this, that, I mean, there are many scriptures, but there are two key scriptures that talks about, that Jesus talked about the one who is wise and the one who is foolish. And also talks about this, I don't know you. So can somebody just, is a popular scripture, can somebody try Mm 
Who is the one that said that? Hey, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Okay, that's one. Because you can you can see. The, okay, that's one. If I say, what's the second one? Second one, the one that reminds you of where he because he this 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 whole thing is talking about two two categories of people, the wise okay. and the foolish. Which other or what other passage did Jesus talk of? The one who is wise and the one who is foolish. I don't really get. <laughs> Do you understand my question? Uh, like the second one, uh, uh, nothing comes to me to my own mind, so I don't know about. Any other? Any anyone wants to try? What scripture comes to mind? Another passage. Another scripture is, is okay. heavily connected to this. I guess the only one that also comes to mind, but I'm not sure it's connected, is when he was talking about the way man And then the foolish man builds it on sand. That's the only one that comes to about why man foolish. Exactly. You're right. You're very correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very correct. That is it. In fact, let me let me let me show you something. In fact, Jesus is saying the same thing. Hmm? That is in Matthew chapter seven. Matthew chapter seven. Let me quickly, I'll quickly read it for you. You will see what we are talking about in Matthew chapter seven. Um, hold on. From, in fact, from verse 21, from verse 21 to 27. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. What does, does that remind, does that does that remind you of something? Or what does that remind you of? When the foolish virgins were saying, yes, like, the same. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's the same thing they said, right? Yep. Lord, Lord. Ah. So that Lord, Lord is a sign of intimacy, a sign of they felt they were in a relationship. With the bridegroom, but apparently they were not. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who what does the will of my Father in heaven. This is the key. So you can say those people had lamps, but did not have oil, and it's only the oil that can that can light their lamps that will be able to show them the way, isn't it? Just as with this, it's only the Holy Spirit that can light up the Word of God or light up your spirit to show you what and what to do or to show you the will of God. Does that make sense? Yep. 
Yes. Hear what he tells them. So reading Matthew 7, verse 21. Okay, yes. So now 22. He says, many will say to me in that day, the same thing. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name? And done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Isn't that what the bridegroom told the virgins? I don't know you. He now says here, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Can anyone try to explain what he means by that statement? Depart from me. Or by that statement, you who practice lawlessness. Does anyone want to to mind? I think what comes to mind is when so, yeah, it's again. Okay. I'll get to, I think what comes to mind about that lawlessness part is um this thing I think when they were asking Jesus what like the law is or the greatest law is and he said you should love the Lord your God and then you should also love your neighbor as yourself. And then for him, it's like in my head, the combination of the law is love. It's like that's like the first most important love. And then for him to now see you lawless soon. So it might mean also that they were doing all these things and they were not working in love. Because like even I think in Corinthians, when he talks about love, he was saying if I if I speak in tongues of men and tongues of angels, oh, yeah. I have love I'm like a tongue symbol. It's like I'm, what's coming to my mind is even though they did not they, they did not use the love love, which is basically like you get like love the Lord your God and love your neighbor, which is right yes. Amazing. Very yeah, thank you, Kemi. The, the angle that you came in from was really like, as you just said it like this, I just kind of yes. kind of felt like, oh, wow, like, yes. so thank you very yeah. much. Like, I really love that time. So I would add to what uh, Kemi said. She's right. The, 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 the ingredient is love. But you see, I'll add to it. When you said, you who practice lawlessness, today I was thinking about it and I began to say, okay, lawlessness, what does lawlessness mean? It says, you who practice lawlessness. Remember, you see the word practice. That means it was a you, you understand? Remember, I said before that the reason why the, 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 the word differentiates them, the foolish from the wise, is that the wise only did what they've been practicing. Do you understand? The foolish, too, also did what they've been practicing. Practicing not carrying extra oil. This one's practicing carrying extra oil. So you see him using the same word. He says, you who practice lawlessness. So what's the meaning of lawlessness? 
Lawlessness means without law. Right? Basically, without law. Living without rules or without law. Anything goes. Right? Yes. So he now says these ones were practicing lawlessness. Now you're asking, but which law is he talking about? Which lawlessness? And then I began, you know, opening, dissecting that lawlessness again. Then he took me to the law of the spirit. Does that make sense? The law of the spirit. So they were not practicing the law because that's the law we follow now. Not the written code. Right? That's why it says they that are led by the spirit of God. That is this ones, these ones, these are the ones that are the sons of God. You get? So these ones, and if you notice in the previous verse, they mentioned great and mighty things. Though. Are you seeing it? Mm-hmm. They said, didn't we cast out demons in your name, right? Yeah. Do many wonders in your name. That means it worked. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> that means when they did it, it worked. But the question is, again, let's move up mm-hmm. to the criteria Jesus said. He says, not all who say to me, what? Lord, Lord shall enter the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And the only way, First Corinthians 2 says, um, just as um, who can know the mind of a man except the spirit, the spirit of the man, of the man, so also who can know the mind of God except the spirit of God. So the only way we can know the mind and what God wants or the will of God is through his spirit. So he says these are the ones that will enter, those that do the will of the Father. But the ones who live a lawless life in that regard. You understand? Like he said, anything goes so that's why I said those ones they were practicing being led by the spirit. So when the time now came for it to really count, they passed it. The other ones were not practicing it. They were probably just doing righteous things. Like I link it to what Kemi now said, that scripture, First Corinthians 13. Even if you what, which at the end, at the at the at the foundation of all this. It should be what? Love. Because God is love. If you read that scripture, he says, even if you give your body to be to be burnt <laughs> and you have not love, what? What's that? Is that even possible? So why are you is it possible for someone to become a martyr and at the end of the day it was useless? You see, so at the, at, the, at the foundation of it all, of course, should be love. Because see this, that's why that I I, I really like the answer that uh, Kemi gave. Because if you read 
But do we, we understand this lawless, this part of people who practice lawlessness? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why still, still um, on what Kemi said, if you go down, hmm? if you go down to Matthew, this Matthew 25, the next parable that Jesus talked about was the parable of the talent. We know it. Yeah. Okay. It's the parable of the talent. And you will see that he gave, the master gave some, what? Gave one, five. Gave one, two. Gave the other one, one. He now says, to each according, according to his own ability. So he gave them to what he knew what each could handle. So he gave them according to what they could handle, according to their ability. Yeah? So going down, going down to what they did with their talents. The one who they gave five, he went, invested, and he got five more. The one who was given two, gave, uh, invested, and he got back what? Two. The one that was giving one went to bury it. Because he said, ah, my, ah, my master is one who likes to harvest from where he, he did not sow. So you can see, first of all, his view, his eyes, the way he viewed his masters, his master affected, affected his fruit bearing, if I can say that. So he viewed his master as a harsh person. Do you understand? So his view was, that's his view was distorted, and that's what caused him to react that way. Again, he was not practicing, but where I'm going to, where I want to link it, what can he say? Hear what the master told the servants. To the first one, you know, he says, oh, well done, you know. Second one, too, he says, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful, right? Over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. It's the same thing he told in, in the in the parable of the faithful servant and the evil servant. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Now, hear, hear, hear what he said to the, uh, when he came to the servant that was given one talent. Um, verse 24, it says, Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. You see, that was how he knew his master. The rest, you know, probably didn't see their master that way. But going forward, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. I went to heed your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. As basically, I take, take, I buried it, so I take. I've, I've given you the same way you gave it to me. But here the master's reply, 26, he says, But the Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. Why did he say that? 
Does anybody want to try? Why did he call him you wicked, you wicked and lazy servant? Okay, so I don't, I'm not sure what, but when you're reading it, it just occurred to me that the servant actually lied against his master because he made that statement of you, you like to repaid you know so but the man actually sold the man actually gave him the talents so like that was even mm-hmm. one thing it was, it was not even his own it was not even his own and then he was accusing the person that even gave him the seed that you did not give me so that's this that's the first time i'm actually seeing it that he mm. he basically lied that the master did not so so mm. That's, I've, I've never read that about why he mentioned the servant as being wicked because wicked is a, it's it's a strong a word, very, yes, yes. I've for, never for what it is, okay. Um, okay, before I, before I say, does anybody want to try? Rosemary, you want to try? Yes, okay. For me, I feel the servant was wicked because he was wasteful. He had okay. something that could have been a blessing. He could have multiplied it. He could have taken it to the bank like the uh, master suggested. Mm. Instead, he buried the talent and did mm. nothing. Mm. That is waste. That has been wasteful. Mm. Waste of resources. Mm. And I'm sure the master was gone for a long time. So imagine mm. if he had done something, what mm. he could have profited what it would have brought out and I, I see it if I if I want to relate it to people a lot of people have this innate ability to do a lot of things to be blessings to others not just financially it could be a talent it could be a gift it could be speaking to people helping people you understand but mm. yet because they are selfish they're not willing to you know, try to discover, even, even when they discover this talent, they don't try to like, you know, improve on it and see what they can do with it. To me, it's mm. just a way. So okay. that's my well, point. Thank, thank you very much. You are, you, are, you are very, you are on the way. You are there. <laughs> you are there. Because I want to, I'm trying to, to tie it to what Kemi said about love, you see? And she mentioned that the, 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 the talent self that was given to this one was not even his own. It's something that probably somebody else had labored for it. Do you see? And that was what the master took and gave to him. Now he was supposed to what invest, multiply, and from there, of course, the master says more will be given, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From there, the master will take and probably give others. Do you see? Master will give others, and probably still give the servant more, because as as you know, again, I'll link it to what we read last week about the parable of the sower. If you remember the part that said, to him that has, 
more will be given, right? But to him that does not have, even the one that the one that he has will be taken from him. Do you see? And in if you read that scripture, you will see that Jesus mentioned before he said that, or after he said that, I can't remember. If somebody can check it, Mark 4. Before he said that, or after he said that, he 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 made reference to the reason why a lamp is brought into a house. A lamp is brought in not to put it under a basket or under a bushel, but it's brought to what? Put on the lampstand so that it can what? Give light to others, to be a blessing to others. Because if you're reading, you think, what does that have to do with? But that is the linkage. So to him that has, meaning to him that has, in that context, to him that has a teachable heart, a humble heart, or a yearning heart, a yearning heart to, for, for more, more will be given. But to him that does not even care, because that's why this one did not care. Do you understand? This one did not care. Because here, yeah, I want to link it. The reason why I would want to grow, hmm? again, motives matter, but the reason why a servant, somebody who want to yearn for more of light, more of light, yeah, is because he wants to shine that light to others. Do you see? So if you link it to the parable of the sower, you'll find out that it is, it is the one that was practicing, was also yearning for the truth. And we, we, we remember the analogy, I think Tony was the one that brought that illustration about you know, a school in a classroom, the students who, who, not, who do not stop at what the teacher taught would not stop at you know just what the teacher taught them in class. They actually go back and you know do more work, do more study. They are yearning for more. They are the reasons why you know the teacher is ready to you know explain more and more. And the more they seek, the more they get, right? The more they increase in their knowledge or whatever they are seeking for. The ones that do not care, they will remain like that now. I don't know if I'm making sense. I know I'm not really explaining. Yes, you well. are. Yes. So, again, the the foundation of it is love. That's why this. That's why the master said to this one, "You wicked and lazy servant." And watch, he did not argue what he. he um, since that was the view, that was the his. Um, perspective of his master you see the master did not argue with him in that verse 26 he says but the lord but his lord answered and said to him you wicked and lazy servant you knew that i reap where i have not sown you see he agreed with him and gathered where i have not scattered seed i don't know if you get what the master was saying here Do you understand? The master was, uh, whether he was being, I, I don't know if the right word is. Can I, was uh, being, I, okay, go on. Sorry, I wanted to add something because 
like hearing you say, it just reminded me of this passage that talks about because they had, I don't know, I'm not sure this quote is exactly, but I think you guys will know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. they have a, I think a reprobate mind that God gave them over to their desires. So it's almost mm-hmm. so like when you were saying it's like, the servant already had a skilled, such a skilled view that the master was okay, shape it, this is what you think of me. Eh, mm. Let's just say that this is who I am. Yeah, I guess that's what came to mind when you said it. Yes, yes. Yes, exactly. So the master was saying, since this is your view of me, why didn't you work with that? Do, 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 do you get it now? Does, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yes. Since you, you felt okay, you, you felt okay, I'm, I, I, don't, I like to reap where I did not sow and gather. Since you knew that, why didn't you now, you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own interest, my own with interest. This so he agreed with him. Fine. I'm 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 a I'm a hard man, I'm a wicked master. But since you knew that you, you should have still so even if he was, it was still uh will I say disobedience. Let's say disobedience, he was still you know disobedient. So then he now says, therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. So again, the one who has more shall be given to him. But the one who does not have, even the one that he has, will be taken from him and given to another. We see that here. Again, he says it. He said this is 29. He said, for, for to everyone who has more will be given. He even says it here. Verse 29. But to everyone who has more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken. Why? Because the the one that does not have, the one does not, the one that does not have, is not because he does not have the ability to create more. It's because he has refused to utilize what he has to create more. And like uh, Rosemary said, God does, God, is not a, God does not like to waste resources. Nothing is wasted in God. So instead of you to waste with this one, take it from this one and give it to another who would what? Bear fruit. Let me read Amplified. Amplified says, the same verse it says, for to everyone who has and values his blessing and gifts from God and has used them wisely, more will be given. And he will be richly supplied so that he will have abundance. But from the one who does not have, because he has ignored or disregarded his blessing and gifts from God, even what he has, even what... Yes, he does have will be taken away. Now, 
again, still tying it to this love thing because everything in this Matthew 25 is connected. Then he begins to, Jesus now goes to, even though we didn't read it, but just to, you know, um, browse through it. Verse 31. From verse 31, Jesus begins to talk of, you know, judging the nations. You know, um, if you hear what Jesus said, again, there are two categories of people. There are two categories of people. You see that each, everything here is talking about two categories of people, the wise and the foolish. Now you see why these ones are foolish and the ones are wise. It says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all, with, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. Again, you see it. He now uses the, the, the representation. Sheep and, sheep and goats. And he will set the sheep on the right side but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you blessed of the father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you. Where I'm going to, my emphasis is from 35. He says, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Yeah? He now says, then the righteous will answer him. So that means God now categorizes these ones as the righteous. So then they will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, assuredly, I say to you, in as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Yeah? Then he will also say to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed into the lake of fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. Naked and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison you did not visit me. Then they will also answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, I shall they say to you, Inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Then these will be these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So you can see the summary of what the righteous did was it not love? Mm-hmm. And was it not also shining the light? Yeah, was also shining their light of the light of Christ. 
So they were practicing. So another, another angle for what extra oil means, like I said, is practicing what God says, practicing the word of God. Does that make sense? Yes, Kemi, go on. Yes, it does. That was what I meant. So I was going to mention something, like to purchase yeah. what you were saying about the practicing. Because I, I realized that it was only if they had like, done it before that they would have known. Like that statement they made about Lest the oil will not be like the enough for both of us. It's like mm. they already knew kind of like how much. Like it, mm. it just occurred to me that it was probably not their first time of doing mm -hmm. this kind of waiting thing. So like they knew that what they had would probably not be enough. Yeah, because if someone does that, person can just say, Oh, I have or let me give you. But this one's new, like I believe maybe by reason of const like practice like he said that what they had was not going to sustain two people so like they asked us to supply their own as well so that's what we need to know yes. another, another angle for me is um, you know I, I, I believe on the last day people will begin to itch to hear the word of God and they won't get it the way they used to see before because everybody will be so busy waiting, like preparing for God's return that it will now be everyone for himself. At that last time, when the last and um, the time they were supposed to be prepared, they should have gotten their extra oil. They should have prepared themselves spiritually, living righteously, like you said, practicing these things. But because they were not doing that, at the last minute, at the time, that was when they realized they needed this. And they thought, oh, we could rely on these people, these righteous people, and see if they can share with us. But those ones were already, they were ready. They, know, they knew that this was not the time to start giving out extra or this is the dying minutes. I don't know if you understand the point where I'm coming from. Mm. So. I understand. I understand. I mean, it, it can even be likened to. Um, even now, there are certain there are certain things or certain places or environments or phase in your life that God has allowed you to enter into, and it's for a purpose. You see, it's for a purpose. Like this phase of your life, there's there are things you need to learn now. Yeah. This phase is not going to be forever. Yeah. You understand? And if you don't learn those things now, if you want to now learn it when you're supposed to be applying it to be, it will be almost, if not impossible, or it will be more difficult. It's just like when they say, know God, start to know God while you're young, because it builds a strong foundation. It's not when you have responsibilities. You know, maybe a wife, responsibility to take care of children. At that point, you, you the the things you were supposed to learn when you were free hmm, is what, if you try to now start learning, it will be, 
very difficult, if not impossible. And because of how difficult it would be at that time, that the person might not even, the person might give up and say, this thing is not possible. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. So many people, many people, um, there are things, like I said, the things that at every phase or every stage of our lives, yeah? That's why you see now, yeah? Um, how do I put it? Okay, let me use this as an example. Um, if I say now I want to do a split, you know, I can't do it. <laughs> My leg will break. <laughs> but because I can't do it now, it's, 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 except the only way it's possible is I, I have to go through extra pain, serious pain. Maybe I have to break some bone and, you know, even if it's possible. But the time it would have been possible was when I was younger, when my bones were not, you know, really, how do I put it? Were not as formed or hard as it is now, where, you know, they were still a bit flexible. If I started at that point, I probably would have been able to do it now. That might not be a, the perfect example, but I guess we, I, I'm sure we'll get what I'm talking about. So, you see it, you know, or, okay, before I say that, but just, you know, what you said, uh, Rosemary, even now, like I said, okay, let me use this as a perfect example. Before COVID, yeah? Hmm? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would say I started my own lockdown many years, like four, four years ago, I started my own lockdown after I, you know, rededicated or dedicated my life to God. So I was not working for a very long time or well, those years. So I was always at home. So um, that was where God wanted me to be, you know, um, it was in those times that um, started to, you know, um, even though it was very frustrating at first, because before then I used to be the one, um, I used to go out a lot because of, you know, my nature of what I was doing before, which was, you know, uh, worldly music. So I used to do a lot of late nights, I used to do a lot of, um, yeah, going out. I had to be out. The the the, the industry required it. <laughs> the work required it. You know, spent did a lot of late nights, you know, clubs and all that. I used to go out a lot. So to, to coming into this period of my life where God says stay at home. And I'm at home. It was very frustrating. Um, it was in that period that um, I learned to find comfort in the word of God, to find comfort in God, you know, because um, sometimes it was frustrating and I wouldn't know what to do. 
and I would weep and cry, oh God, help me, and all that, and all that, and I'll end up in the word of God, and, you know, stay there, sleep there, until I feel, until joy comes back to my heart, until he comforts me. This went on, went on, went on, you know, till he became, like, part of my life. In fact, it um, made me that when it was not time for me to probably to be going out, maybe to church or something, I didn't want to go out. I had already, you know, loved staying at home. So I'm just giving all this background because um, when the whole lockdown started, when the whole lockdown started, I, to be honest, I didn't feel anything. You know, I, I know a lot of people, it was a period where they wanted to run mad because they said, no going out, stay at home, you know, and because of how, you know, people had built, people had built, um, people had built their, their world around events outside, you know, parties or, you know, for me, it was just home. So I didn't feel it at all. I didn't feel it at all. It didn't even look like lockdown because it was, in fact, I, I, I personally, I actually enjoyed that period. You know, I'm using that as an example to, to, to buttress on the point that I had already learned these things before the time of lockdown came. So when it came, I did not, um, it did not break me, if that makes sense. Do you understand? Yes. Yes, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't affect me. I only applied, I applied what I was already doing before. I didn't do any different. Did you get? So, for the um, what's the name? For the wise virgins and the foolish virgins, they only applied what they've been doing. They only did what they've been practicing right from time. Just that that did not happen to be the day that it, it counted the most. So yeah, I just wanted to say that to. So there are, there are many stages in our lives now that yeah, there are things that God is you know, hoping. And it's, of course, like I said, it's the Holy Spirit that gives spiritual knowledge, insight on, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to be doing now? What, are, what, 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 what am I learning now? Every opportunity, I've learned to use every opportunity to, to grow, good or bad. So if somebody does me wrong, Yes, it might, you know, I might feel bad at this thing, but I now switch and say, okay, what fruit of the spirit am I meant to apply here? Okay, okay. Is it patience? Okay, Lord, help me to be patient. And then I use it to grow. You see, do that, do that, do that. So the day that now, the day where patience, you don't, at that point, you have no choice. Patience is required from you. That day you will not do anything different than what you have been practicing. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. 
Because you've been practicing it in the little things. If it's in like patience, if it's in, oh, you're practicing it with bus conductor, you're practicing it with uh, your, your siblings or your little ones, you're practicing it with your people, your boss that's getting on your nerves. All these things are, if God allows it, is there for your growth, for your promotion. So that in the day that it really counts, or in the time that it really, because if you look at the context, Jesus was even speaking to them. Like I, like I said in the beginning, he was talking about the end times. Do you see? He spoke about the signs, chapter 24, he spoke about the signs of the, the end times, then tribulation. So in those periods, or in the periods that we're in, these things that God has been trying to teach us, the fruit of the Spirit, these are the times that it will be really required of you. So the one that has not been practicing it, in those days, it will be, it will be like hellfire for that person. But the one who has been oiling their lives, the one who has been practicing it in that time, Yes, there might be persecution, there might be things going on, but at that point in time, because of practice, they will only do, they will do what they have been practicing. And in that time, or in that, in that stage, or in that uh, period, they will not be caught off guard. Just like David. David could face Goliath because he has been facing lions, right? Because he has faced a lion and a bear, even in the wilderness. So he had already been dealing with beasts. So when he saw this uncircumcised position, it was no different from the lion that God delivered him from or the bear that God delivered him. So when it now came to the time that it really mattered, David was able to do it. The rest had not been. That's why they were afraid on that day. Does that make sense? Yes, it's, it's just like exercising. Exercising, training, training. So that on the day of the match, you know, can have, you know, cramps or muscle pull. Your, you know, your leg will break. <laughs> But yeah, please, does anyone have any other thing? Feel free. Comments, contributions, insights, questions, anything. Please go on. Hello. So my yes. the question asked was that what made them... Um, wise and foolish what made them wise and foolish yes like was the what, what? is what we've been saying is the um the the what's the name the extra oil the oil that these ones Carried and this one did not carry extra oil. That acts, which um, 
I said they only did what they already knew best, they, what they had already been practicing. So it means their foolishness did not start, was not just that day. It didn't start that day. Yes. It was that day that it really, it really now showed. It was revealed. Okay, sorry, Rosemary, before you say something. Uh, yes. Uh, Solomon's like... hand. Okay. Well, let that speak. Okay, go on, Rosemary. People put it in line with our Christian journey as it is now. Let's say for the foolish, I believe they were one leg in, one leg out. They believe they were saved, but they didn't put in the extra work. You received salvation, so what's next? They didn't study the word of God and they didn't walk in the spirit. And just yeah. salvation. And then for the they knew that it wasn't enough to, to just say, I have received that. They went to extra miles. They had to mm. of what they had confessed. They had to be committed to the life of Christ. I have to meet 100%. Let's the outward things to attract me anymore. And yes, we don't know where Christ is coming. We don't know when it is, but we know he's going to come. And it seems like, oh, it has been a long time. We've been hearing, oh, the end time is coming. These things are happening. So soon God will come. And yet we've not seen him yet. Some people could, we could get tired waiting. But still in that waiting, you know, the, the, the virgins, they slept. You understand? Mm. In that waiting. We should not just be too relaxed. We should still have this consciousness that no matter how long it takes, our Savior is coming. So we have to be prepared at even if we get tired and feel like we are getting weary, we still mm. need to have that extra oil and keep on holding on that. This is it. I am committed to this fully. I don't know when it's going to happen, but this is where I am. Anytime it comes, I am ready, 100%. That is the difference between the wise and the foolish. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Does anybody else, there's a reason why I ask. Anybody else, like okay. what came to your mind? Okay. I'll, let me just, okay. before, sorry, before, before sort of, just to try to watch this. So, like what you said, that, you know, uh, those who did not press him. You understand? Because those who don't, those who pressed in at the time they're supposed to press in, press in, yes, it will cost them. Because remember they said, go, go and buy. To buy, you understand? You need to spend money, right? You need to spend currency. So maybe in this time, in this context, currency might be that time. That's 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 you know um, how do I put it? That that desire that you put in to press in, though it might not be easy, it might be costly, but it will be costly and more expensive in the time. You see, it will not just cost you currency; to it might cost you the go, the actual price. You you get so like like you said those who. The example you give, those who give their life to Christ and camp at Salvation's Gate, <laughs> they don't go further to actually have a life in Christ. Because 
That's the purpose for you to have a life in Christ so that you can be, you understand, you can be a blessing to, to others the same way other people are a blessing to you. That's why you are where you are. But you now chose to camp at, you, you chose to park at Salvation's Gate and say, ah, I'm just waiting to enter heaven. That's why, that's why uh, the master told us, yeah, you're a wicked and lazy servant. Do you see? Because he didn't go further. He didn't think that, okay, now I've been given life. I've been given the light. Let me go further so that I can press him, so that I can also be an instrument, the same way other people are an instrument of, you know, through which I got light. Let me also be that conduit through which light will pass through. But no, they camp there. But the other ones, they actually go further. That's why, you know, that's why, remember he says, even the one that that, that one has, it will be taken away from you. And who knows, on that day, it might be the person's salvation to be taken from you. Okay. okay. Yes, okay. go on. Solomon. Okay. No, um, you wanted to ask a question. You said there's a reason why you okay. asked the question. Yes. Yes, I still want to just get feedback. Okay. You guys, before I say what. Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. I, when I saw the, when the topic was posted today, I, I like shouted, uh, wow, because uh, I was educated on this um, same matter during the COVID-19 uh, lockdown. Mm -hmm. I was educated on this same verse, the, the, the virgins. Now, okay. if you look at that, that, that passage, Matthew 25, if we want to break it down, we look at the, the, the object and the subject of that verse. Now it said the kingdom of God is like is likened unto ten virgins. Now the kingdom of God one, then the ten virgins, which are that like the actors in this case, which of course represent the today judge. Now, okay. five were wise and five were foolish. Now, another thing that we still have to pick out from that, that parable is that he said they were waiting for the bridegroom and they all slept. They all slept. Now, it means the same thing happened to both those wise and the foolish, they slept. Yes. <laughs> it's either they slept in death or they slept as the night fell. It happened to people. But when the shout came, when the situation came, when the alarm was sounded, he said, the wise tripped their lamp on. And they moved. And the foolish 
couldn't do the same because they had, let's not forget that they all had oil in their lungs. But it's just that because of the waiting, because of the extra time, their oil ran out. Not that they didn't have, they had oil in their lamp, but it ran out. But when the bridegroom came, they didn't even consider every other thing before that time. He didn't remember anything. He didn't want to know how they got there. What he was interested at the end was that when he made the call, five showed up. Now, according to what Neil Lena said, well, let me refer to my story during the lockdown. That time, that period was a period of trial. It was a pre, is a pre limb is a pre-examination for us that the time is coming when the eternal currency will be needed where if they give you one million for a job you want to receive it because the one million is valueless it can't buy food so it's useless but there's something that will happen as i preached i told people about the same message that that time what is required is the eternal currency that's the word the spirit gave me the eternal currency. Now, the eternal currency is that extra oil, which is all about endurance, temperance, patience, and trust in God. That is, whether there be starvation or not, I trust in God. So the level of our trust, the depth of the level of our trust, the depth of our endurance and patience will now be bought, will be measured. Because many people's all will fail. I saw it during the lockdown. The whole day, some people are not eating. What happened? Some people start blaming the pastors, you know. And there's one thing the Spirit taught me, said, do not look. I know I was angry. Also, I was contributing to... The, the bitterness and the, but it got to a point when I got that lesson, I stopped and he said, look up to me. And that's how we survived it. How it happened to you today, I can't explain. He said, look up to me. And all we had that period was him. Family members failed. Everybody failed. The church failed. How did God do it? In that lockdown, somehow, somehow we survived it because the focus was on him. So what happened to all the pastors that were expecting Jews to do something they didn't do? Some people left the church. They were good Christians, but that period was that extra oil of trusting in him. So I think for me, my lesson from then was the endurance and trusting in the ability of God to do something beyond money, beyond humans, beyond friends, beyond family that now is just me and God. So when those virgins woke up, what they had was they've trained themselves to handle situations like that. They disciplined themselves so much. While they were doing that, they were building their oil. They, in plenty, they starved. When they had plenty, they starved. Mm -hmm. So when it was now empty, that reservoir they had, they've already built up something that they triggered 
even when it was dark. Remember the master came over time. He came when every the time has passed. He came in the middle of the night. He came in the time of darkness. He came in the time of loneliness. He came when people are supposed to be sleeping. Yes, people were sleeping when he came. And it was dark. The only people that had light were those people that had the extra virtues, which of course every one of you have said. They moved, they stopped in salvation, they stopped in church going, they stopped in working in church, they stopped in tithe giving, and they ignored sacrifice and pain, which was needed that night. So I think that's what, it's just our endurance and our trust in him. In plenty, in emptiness, do you still trust him? Because the time is coming, which will be worse than coronavirus. That's the period he will show, the period of tribulation, where you might not be able to board a bus and all those things. Will you still stand? Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me quickly say something before I now say what I was taught today. I'm based on what you said about the coronavirus. Just like what Liu said before, like like my him, we talk a lot. Like for me too, and him too, to be said, the coronavirus was nothing. I'm telling you, the only concern I was having then was for people. People, I don't know. That's true. It was for people. Why? But I didn't start to today because yes, yes, I've been like in that position too. God has been training me in that position and that's why you see that at that time you saw so many reactions from people abusing the church attacking people attacking something so can't you see that 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 is pointing to something and that is what the Holy Spirit revealed to me what makes one wise and what makes the other foolish during that same time little is aware like uh when they first started this, uh, this uh, was this federal government's program that they pay pay people thirty k empower. Yeah, thank you. Then, then I've not. I left my former place of work as instructed by the Lord, so I was at home. So my friend told me to just put in for it, like I will be getting to my mom. So I did that. But after I did that, I now got a job in Lagos. Lagos. So I finished everything else so just for me to be receiving payments. So and I, I, I started getting bothered. The Spirit started troubling me that I should opt out of it. Like, because I have a job now. So I, I should let go of the money. Like, it was hard. I'm telling you, I'm like, this thing now, people are doing it now. Like, the federal government said they're not even concerned <laughs> about, about the money, really. They just want to use it as a means to airport. But as for me, it, it told me no. Terminate it. It was very painful. I, terminate, I terminated it. I wasn't receiving money. It was during the empower. I said during the, during the lockdown, can I, you, I received payment from the federal government for the first time. Now, I've done this thing in 2018 also. Was it the thing, uh, uh, when did the Empire start? Was it 2016 or when? Or? 
can't remember. Like, I've done it since. And I got paid. It was one of the means that, the, that, that God provided for me. I got paid. I was surprised. I saw the alert, like, federal government payment to empower clinical just me. So, and I called one of my friends that, that I knew that was it. I said, ah, please, is the federal government paying those that were in empower before but left? Because I received payment for the first time. And it was like, it can't say two. But lo and behold, it, it was just once I received that payment. And after that, I did not receive that payment again. I'm saying this is that God provided a means for me in that period. Another means again was when for my church, they were uh, uh, um, paying people some certain amount of money, members. I was told to don't apply for it. I'm, this thing I, I'm telling you, Leo knows about it. I did not apply for it. I was amazed when one in another unit that I am, one of them called me. I said, ah, see, and, uh, I should send out my account details and stuff. I'm like, for what? You're like, ah, like you want to give us something in the unit. And at first, to be said, I told that, don't worry, man. That was what I told that. Not as if that I have much. I'm just saying this. Not as if that I have much. But if he said, tell me no, I just try to abide with it. And after saying no, to so I did, we just told me that call her back and tell her that no problem. I did that. So God came to for me to those two several means that I didn't know. But it wasn't because of what I was in that day. It was the state of my heart, and that's where I'm going. What made the foolish and wise is their art. It's not because they had extra oil or because they did not have extra oil. Because if we look at it, let's read it. It said from verse, yeah, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. It didn't tell us the reason. Now, what we now see next is the what is the result of their wisdom and foolishness. He said, they that were foolish took their lamps. It's not showing the character of the foolish people. They took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessel and their lamps. And where I got this was the previous verse, Matthew 24, verse 49. Because like I said, before this 25 did not start from there is 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 an example of what it was is a continuation of what he was talking about in the previous chapter and where i got this from was when i read this he said that in matthew 24 48 he said but and if that evil servant shall say in his heart shall say in his heart my lord delay is coming and shall begin now when we now start seeing somebody now behaving that way, begin to smit his fellow servant and to eat and drink with the drunkenness, you would have thought that what made him foolish was what he was doing. No, it was the state of art. And it was telling me that what made devil who he is now is that he just thought in his heart that in his heart, he has not done it all, that he will just ascend the throne of God. And what did God did? God casted him down. 
I'm saying this, and even look at the example that we gave to throughout that uh, all these people give something is the state of the art. As a Christian, we must watch where our art is each and every day. Because when we got saved, what happened was that the spirit there was exchanged. That was what happened. But for the for our soul, we are we are going to what transformation. That is what our soul is going through, transformation. And it is when that transformation can be perfected in us, that is when the last thing that will happen is that change will not happen. First, I said, what happened salvation is that there was exchange of the spirit. Our spirit was saved, you understand? But our soul has not been saved. We are going through the saving process. That's being saved every day. Every day. And that was... Hello? Uh, Mano, I can't hear you again. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay, I can hear you now. We heard, oh my goodness. But... Okay, where did you hear yeah. me last, please? Um, please, wait. Where... Wait, sorry, let me out. You said, um, that um, we are saved, that we are being saved now. Okay, that we are being saved now, and that being saved mm-hmm. now is the transformation that is transformation, going on in our yes. what in our soul, which has to do with our heart. Do you get? Mm-hmm. And that was why I read. Uh, I read the that in. Disappeared again. Hello. Uh huh. Can hear you now. Okay, so I'm I'm saying that that's why in Romans twelve said that be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of mm-hmm. your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable, perfect will of God. So what makes them wise and what makes them foolish was the state of their heart. And it is very important that as Christians, we get that right. Because out of it now, we start seeing the fruits that will be producing. Every other thing that we saw that was happening to the foolish people was fruit of a mindset that they procured like you said, if you are not used to having communion with the Holy Spirit, if you are not used to tarrying with him, if you are not used to his ways, there is a day of tribulation that it will come. And when that day comes, That's it right. will happen Who's... to us all, all. And that was why we Which saw that both... Yes. Both the foolish... And the wise both fell now. Both fell asleep. But that in itself again did not make, did not disqualify any one of them. They were all again given chance. They were woken up. Oh yeah. But at that point, mm. there was something lacking. And that's the part of them carrying the lamp without the oil. It shows the state of their hearts again. 
how foolish it is because we know what the lamp represents is the word. And we know that the oil is what is the spirit. And he said that as men that are led by the spirit are the, are the, what, are the sons of God. It's not those that are born again. And that's why I said is that, that if you see that, I said that the kingdom of God is like 10 virgins. 10 virgins means this like purity. They are already right? born again. Yes, we are already born again. But that in itself cannot save us. It's not those that are ready to work with the spirit so that our mind, there's a mindset that we cannot have again. Because in the end, if you are saved, like salvation, for, for salvation, we did not do anything. If we are to say with ourselves, we know this, we did not do anything. We did not. It was given unto us freely, just like Adam too. The state that Adam was, it wasn't because Adam did anything. Adam was just made the way dominion, having dominion. But when he was tested, he fell. So that this same mindset will not be in us again. We have to go through this renewing of mind, this processing of it each and every day. So I'm just saying that the key thing I got there today, and it was just to, 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 today I got this understanding. I, I've read this scripture, so I've had so many sermons, I've had so many things. It was just today that it just my is this act. And mm. it shows also in what Solomon said that it was during this COVID period that he had a lot of trials, a lot of stuffs. It shows this, the Holy Spirit was able to help you to see, to, to, to see the state of your heart, where it lies there. So that's just what I just want to say, really. Please don't let us take it for granted, the state of our heart. It's a renewal every day, every day, every day. There are so many things that we want to come against it. And we can see this too in, under example that came to mind was the issue between Peter and Paul. You know, Paul was sent to the Gentiles and the church were not really like, they were doubting a little bit. They were not too sure if this thing is from God. But when Paul went to meet Peter and he began to do, tell them things that the Holy Spirit did say, Understand? In the end, they approved him. It shows the state of their art. If they don't have the art of renewing, they might have thought that no, this thing is not from God. Well, we do, we cannot approve you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just talk about the state of the art. So I'm just saying this that the state of our art matters in all that we do. And one of the ways we can get this right is what is by the Holy Spirit. Like I said, when you are engaging the Holy Spirit, He's doing something to us. We are getting deposit, deposit, deposit. Just for the last example, again, that I can think of, it's just like I, I play football, instance. So, so when you're playing football, you will know that there are so many times that you will get tackled, and which we want to prompt you to behave in a certain way, in a certain manner. But I found out that it's very hard for me to behave in that same certain way and manner when I'm being so subjected in the same thing that my other colleagues are. I'm sorry, my other colleagues too, not all of them are Muslim though. Some are there, they tell you that they go to church. But when something happens, the way they react, the way they flow up, you wonder that, ah, the reason why I'm able to do that, that we not because I'm better than them. 
is because when you are engaging with the spirit, it's leaving some deposit. So those deposits, whenever something comes up and you ought to misbehave, find out that there's something that is just telling you, don't do this. Something is there as for you. You can't behave. You can't do this. You can't do that. Though you yourself, if they were to leave you, you will react that way. You will do this. But because of the deposit of the Holy Spirit, they will be able to put a control over what affects you and how you react to things and manners. So that's just what I just want to say, Sha. Mm. Mm. Thank you very much, um, Emmanuel. And also for the very um, profound points um, Solomon also made as well. Yeah, very true. No, um, what you said earlier remind, reminded me of um, what uh, the preacher said, that salvation is in two folds. It's in the finished work of Christ and in the continuing work of the Holy Spirit. That's what you were explaining, right? Yep. So it doesn't stop at salvation's gate. There's the which is the salvation's gate is the exchange of the spirit, like you said. And then there is the saving, which is the continuing work of the Holy Spirit, which that is the extra oil. Remember, I said oil that is kept in the lamp in the in the temple, then the menorah is always kept in the temple. It's always oiled every day to keep it fresh and to keep it burning, to keep it consecrated. That was the reason why they usually they used they would oil that lamp every single day. Because the day they don't oil it, you won't see it won't be lit. And then also what you mentioned about the part of where they slept, you, we can liken it to trials and tribulations. It will happen to everybody. everybody. Trying times, it will happen to everybody. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But at that time is what will now... Um, what separate like, like, Yes, is what those ones what each what each person has been practicing before those you know before that time come so the the boats left that's not where the problem is they will always be will always sleep once in a while so that's not where the truth that's not where the problem is the problem is when you wake up would you be able to find your way would you have enough oil to be able to find your way that is the question and um, just to round it up there are two uh, there are two questions that uh, I want to leave us with just to ponder I know we probably might have um, might have answered it you know um, during the conversation so the first one is what do you what do you do to keep your lamp lit? 
what do you do to keep your lamp lit? And then the second question is, what do you do in the moments of darkness in your life? Okay, do you want the answers now or? Uh, well, we, we, okay, can try. I mean, we've already answered in between, but just to help us to pinpoint it, you can just, if you want to. <clears throat> Anybody wants to? Well, I don't, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I Okay, so everybody, thank you for your points so far. Um, well, to the question you asked, um, the way I will answer it is that coming from my own experience this past few months, I've observed that it is what you do when there is no tribulation that actually helps you when there's tribulation. I remember when we first started um, this group and then I spoke to you, Leo, on the phone mm. about something, yes. Mm. And then you were, the first, you were the first person that pointed that out to me and I took note of it. But it didn't really stay with me until I was faced with certain um, situations that at the moment of the tribulation, I made like the wrong choice. And what the Holy Spirit came in, like what the Holy Spirit was just telling me as I was being pained about what happened was that it was the decisions I've made so far up to that moment mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. led to my, my reaction and, my, mm -hmm. and the results. That if I want to see a change in results, what really matters is what I do when there is nothing. Like, like and I think that's one of the relevance of this story. What you do when everything feels still. And since we started talking about this, there has been one verse that's like been on my mind, but now I'm not even sure that it's a verse because I tried to look for it, but something I heard Sha like some years ago that talked about during our single days, like when we are single, like mm -hmm. not married, that it is the time to really be close to God. Oh, like, okay. it's not saying when you are married, you should not be close to God. Like, when you are married, like, there will be so many things contending for your time. But mm -hmm. because you've laid the foundation when you are single, because you've, like, you've allowed yourself to grow in such a way that you can naturally, it has become like natural for you to tune into God, 
It's not as if you are just trying to find your way. You are just trying to find your step. You are ready. You've ready. Your single day, you've equipped yourself. Those are the things that will help you when you are married. Like, for instance, now you know marriage, you are with somebody that no matter how long you, you people have been dating, there will be something new that you discover after you start living in the same house. But it's all the things you've equipped yourself with um, during your single days, patience, love, how to, like, like your relationship share with the Holy Spirit. Those are the mm. things that will help you, that will help you not to be able to fall and just scatter and just like lose hope and lose garden here. So mm-hmm. like that's what I just want to say that what you do in the moment of like when everything is still mm-hmm. that is what will really help you when things are like somehow. Thank you. Thank you very much for that time. You you've answered the question. You've actually answered the question. Um, the answer, both questions, the answer to the first question is the answer to the second question. You know, the first question says, what do you do to keep your lamp lit? Yeah? Second, the second says, what do you do in the moments of darkness in your life is basically what you've been doing to keep your lamp lit. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes. Uh, that note, uh, does anyone have anything to say before we just pray? Pray and um, you know, close. Anyone else? Um, praise God. Okay, hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I just want to say is, uh, by the grace of God, we are we are in a school. Like you're doing a doctorate or a master's program right now and we've learned a lot so far since we started this uh you guys forgive me for my inconsistency um but as well the thing is i would just urge us to to try the way we the way we grow is when we teach that which we've learned as we empty ourselves uh, we get filled and we, we the Holy Spirit teaches us more and more and more. So uh, a lot of people are not aware of these things that we we brought ourselves to learn, to know by the Spirit of God. We're pressing into him. But a lot of people don't have this. You see a congregation and nobody is sanctified, thousands of people. A Holy Ghost field is not even preached, be filled in the Holy Ghost and all that. So we should just try as much as possible 
Some people are okay with where they are. We know that that won't last. Baby Christianity. So let's just, as much as we can, um, try to stay, teach people those things so that uh, we have more people in this class, as in, in this class beyond church going, beyond the kindergarten thing. So I think that's what I have to say. I, I know I grow by teaching. I grow by teaching. That's how I learn. That's how I grow. Every time I teach, the Holy Spirit teaches me more. So I believe if we put that to practice, uh, we'll, we'll grow better and we'll grow wiser. And God will help us to teach, to be able to teach all we have known in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So basically, shine your shine the light of Christ. Don't hide it under a basket. Shine the light. And I've not uh, remember I said start. Uh, um, what's the name? I start uh, by the help of the Holy Spirit. After choosing or picking some people, some other people to just to at least give the opportunity to also practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that is in that is very much in view and it's it's, it's there. So please everyone prepare yourself, lead keep your keep how do I, what what how do I put it? Keep your keep oil oiling your lamps because the day is coming. <laughs> Oil your lamps, you know. For the day, you don't know when it shall come. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's just. Um, Let's just thank God for. Sorry, bro. Okay. Hello. Yeah, before you, uh, you just pray. Atoni. Yes, I saw you uh, the last time, but I was uh, unable to say hi. Where? So... Yeah, that's true. Pray together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he was he was the one beside me. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm just saying this now to die to look so So nice seeing you. Yes. Do you know that I had that feeling? I had that like I had that feeling that that was manual, but mm. I didn't want to get tired of myself. And then I was rushing. Yeah, yeah. nice to see it. So. But I may not be able to recognize it second time. So, uh, oh, okay. You, see, you have to say like three times. <laughs> okay, don't worry. I will recognize you when I, when is that we see. And please, I have a question. Why okay. does uh, Leo call you Tito Liab? What does he call you? Because I'm always Oh my goodness! Oh, let me. It's it's, it's okay. A, his, his nickname I gave him, but his, his other name is Tola. Okay. So I just call him Titoli. Okay, I see. Mm. All right. Mm. 
Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Um, so yes, let's just um, let's just thank God for today. Let's thank God for His Word. Uh, a lot has been said, and but the key things are to be watchful, oil your lamps, you know. Practice, practice. The word practice, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Those, those are the, that's the key. That's the key. For even James tells us that we should be doers of the word, not just hearers, so that we don't deceive ourselves. So let's just thank God for his word. His word is a lamp. To our feet and a lamp and a light onto our path. So, Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus, for your leading. Thank you for this, for this time. Thank you for the word you've given us. Thank you for the things you've taught us. Thank you for everyone who contributed. Everything that you have ministered, life and light and understanding. And truth and wisdom to each and every one of us. Ah, continue to teach us, oh God. Continue to help us to oil our lamps, that we keep it fresh, that we keep it burning, that we keep it consecrated. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord. Even those who are not here, oh God, who could not make it, who could not join, Father Lord. Minister this to them, oh God. Help them to know this, to, to know everything that we have learned today. In the name of Jesus. For we cannot do it on our own, oh God. We ask that you help us. Help each and every one of us. Empower us. Strengthen us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Help us, oh God, that we practice even in the time of abundance, the time. Amen. Help us to prepare for war in the time of peace. So that we don't prepare for war in the time of war. We prepare for war in the time of peace. Help us, O oh God, to learn the secret of life. But when it matters the most, we would not fear. For the Bible says, even the day of adversity, you fall, it means your strength is small. Help us, O oh God, that we practice, that we practice being led by you, that we do your will. 
so that in the day of adversity, our strength will not be small, that we shall be strong in the name of Jesus. Help us, O God, that we also shine your light. Help us not to be the foolish, be among the foolish virgins. No. Help us not to be that evil servant. No. Teach us, O God, to be the wise one, the one who builds it house upon a rock not the one who builds his house upon the sun no help us oh god even in these times the times of peace in the times of abundance in the times of 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 of, of light help us oh God, to learn everything that you are teaching us, everything that you are teaching us, to learn it and to practice it, so that when the time of tribulation, the time of difficulty, the time of darkness comes, we will be able to shine the light. We will not be caught of God. We will not be lost. We will be, we'll be able to find our way in the name of Jesus. Give us the strength of God and the desire to yearn for more, to yearn for you, to press in But it is better to press in in the time that we are meant to press in, than to seek to press in when it is time to move. Help us to come when it's time to come and to move when it's time to move. That we will not be camping when it's time to move. We will not be moving when it's time to come. In the name of Jesus. Uh, so, <laughs> 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 
of what like what we've been talking about tiredness tiredness yeah some who are tired some who you know, when Jesus said the, 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 the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak yeah, some who they know what to do they want to be here I'm saying even amongst us, they want to be here, but when it's that time, they don't feel like it or you know, it's that strength or that. So I want us to pray that the Lord will strengthen each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. Put those who are not here, even among our loved ones, this is like a prayer of intercession for righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Some they can't find their way again, and it's because of you know these things. Not you know, practicing. But let us pray for them and say, Oh God, that you will strengthen every weak, every feeble knees. 
every weak hands you will, you will strengthen them in the name of Jesus oh Lord that you empower each one that whatever thing whatever the enemy has put, whatever resistance a wave of tiredness a wave of of, of, of weariness that the Lord will remove it the Lord will bring it down to against it with the blood of Jesus and that the Lord will draw them in that they may wait on him but the Bible says this in Isaiah 40 have you not heard have you not seen that the Lord the creator of heaven and earth does not become weary and does not faint. But even young men, young men shall surely faint and the youth shall utterly fall. But they that wait on the Lord, they shall renew, they shall be strong, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not so Father, Lord, we pray that you will draw this ones to you. That this year in your nature, oh God, in your nature, that nature of you that does, does that never gets weary or faint, that you, as you draw them to you, oh God, that you share give them that nature of God, that they wait on you, that their strength be renewed in the name of Jesus wherever they are. We put the blood of Jesus against every arrow of the enemy, every arrow of weariness, every arrow of tiredness, every arrow of weakness. We come against it with the blood of Jesus that in this time that they will find their way they will find their way in the name of Jesus help each one of God everyone whatever they are facing whatever thing that the enemy has used to God is using to, 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 to cause them to be to remain asleep or to remain uh, tired Lord, that you would come in into the name of God and rescue them in the name of Jesus. Renew their strength. The Bible says that you give, you give power. You give power to the weak, to them who have no might. You increase strength. Father Lord, for those who are weak, give them power in the name of Jesus. Empower them for those who have no strength. Father Lord, we ask that you, 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 you renew their strength. Those who have no mind, in the name of Jesus. Abere sukana ateni atonda bradusha ne bradushka telebenesko vina antevelekia kubana. In the name of Jesus, ata brasku bele. We plead the blood of Jesus upon each and every one of them, each and every one of us, even our loved ones, from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. That you anoint us, O God, with your oil in the name of Jesus. That you teach them, O God. Atela ukumbes kelebres kuvani atumbres kuvina katia kabene ubras kashata kalebranante emana maya eketa ah yesa shale kabeni 
Thank you, you God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Does anyone have any prayer points? Okay. Um, I'm coming here for the children that are adopted. To what? Oh, oh. The children, the school boys that are... Castina. Oh, yes, yes I heard of it. Yeah. Okay. So let us pray. Father Lord, we bring those children, oh God, that we have adopted. We bring them before you, wherever they are, oh God. Your eyes searches of all over the earth. You see all things, you know all things, oh God. You know where they are, you know who are the you know who are the culprits, you know who are responsible for this, oh God. Lord, we ask that you intervene. We join our faith, oh God. We join our faith to pray for these ones, oh God, and intercede for them. We ask, oh Lord, that you rescue them in the name of Jesus. That you come, you 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 come to their rescue, God. Deliver them from the hands of their abductors, from the hands of their kidnappers. That you that you keep them safe, oh God, and they come home safe and sound in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus upon them, oh God, from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. We ask that you look upon them with mercy. You love them, oh God, even more than we do, oh God. We ask that you please have mercy, O God. That you go, O God. Put confession in the midst of the abductors, O God. But deliver this one, O God, in the name of Jesus. Let them come home to their loved ones, to their parents, to their families, safe and sound. Lord, do not allow... Uh, do not allow these ones, O oh God, to perish. Do not allow these ones, O oh God, to, 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 to be put to shame in the name of Jesus. We pray for them and we say, have mercy, O oh God. Have mercy, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus, that you begin to send forth instruments, people who you would use, O oh God, to rescue them, to deliver them. Whatever means, whatever device, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that at the end of God, that your salvation shall come to them and that you shall deliver these ones from the grips of the wicked and from the grips of the terrible. In the name of Jesus. Yes, O oh God, that at the end of God, your name be glorified in and through it all. And your will be done, O oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for we know that you always hear us and we know that you have heard us. Have your ways with Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, I have one prayer point. Um, 
uh, is something too that um, uh, I mean it's a it's a it's a, it's a burden that uh, uh, God has given me. And I'm sure He has given many other people. But, um, what does the proof for the male child? The the the, the quote unquote like men, boys, um, a lot are distracted, a lot are lost, a lot are focused on the wrong thing. In fact, the male child is it takes it takes the the humbling of God you know, to bring a male, the male child to the pathway of God. It takes God. If not, his heart is in something else. His heart is in other things. So even in our, you know, uh, personal times, we can pray for this, for the male child, for men, that the Lord begin to raise men, sons, of light, men of truth, men of valor, men of men of God, men whose hearts are after God's own heart, men and boys whose hearts are, are entwined with God's heart, whose hearts are set to do God's will, men of integrity. So these are fathers, husbands, sons, brothers. Just men who will shine the light of Christ so that when they enter these positions, they, 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 they lead and they show great examples that will affect the life of their mothers, their sisters, their wives. So let's just you know, say a little prayer. And though we can also be praying about this in our personal time. So Lord, we thank you we pray for the child, we pray for men, we pray for boys, we pray for fathers, we pray for mothers, we pray for sons, coming them to our friends, to our sphere of influence, to the whole of Lagos, to the whole of Nigeria, to the whole of Africa, to the whole of Europe, America, North America, South America, Australia, Asia, to the whole world, Lord, we pray for men and boys. We ask, oh Lord, that you begin to touch their hearts, oh God. Touch their hearts, oh God. Remove their hearts from things that do not glorify, from, from mammon, from the world, from every other thing, every other idol, and bring their hearts to you, God. In the name of Jesus, that you begin to raise men of light, sons of light, sons of truth, sons of integrity, sons of, of righteousness, sons unto you, sons whose hearts are yours. Yes, oh God. Sons who will serve you, God, who wherever they go, their heart desire will be to do your will and to establish your kingdom wherever they are, to shine the light of Christ in the name of Jesus, because creation is waiting. Their sisters are waiting. 
their mothers are waiting, their wives are waiting, their, their daughters are waiting. Creation is waiting. Father Lord, we ask that you touch the hearts of God. Give them a new heart and a new spirit to know you. We plead the blood of Jesus against every veil that the enemy has cast over men, over boys, to make their heart not to seek their maker. Touch their heart. Break every pride. Break every ego, oh God, and set their hearts towards your God in the name of Jesus. That men will begin to seek you. Sons will begin to seek you. Fathers will begin to seek you. Brothers will begin to seek you. Yes, husbands will begin to seek you with their whole heart, like their soul and life depends on it. In the name of Jesus. That at the end of it, oh God, we all, we all, we all shall be your children, oh God. And your name be glorified in and through the lives of these ones, the lives, our lives, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And so, Father Lord, we thank you for all the prayers we have prayed. Thank you for the word that you have taught us today. Thank you for this gathering. Thank you for everything that has happened. Thank you for your presence with us. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your loving kindness. Thank you, God, even as we go, even as we leave, even as we go to bed or go back to go to continue our uh, individual lives, ask that you continually be with us, oh God. Guide and protect us. Surround us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. For those who are going to bed, we shall sleep well and sleep in your safety and wake up in your safety. Your strength and your grace and your power and your mercy in the name of Jesus. We ask that you just have your will, God, in and through our lives. Thank you once again. We cannot say thank you enough, but we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much once again, Father. For in Jesus' marvelous and mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Yes. That brings us to the end. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much.